everything was so complex, so confusing. Traumatic brain injury extinguished my light. Misdiagnosis, disbelief, anger, aggression. I just could not accept the trail that my life had taken. What is a concussion? The answer to this question might seem easy in principle. However, the vague nuances and unpredictable nature associated with this brain injury makes it complex for the general public to understand. For decades, people of all different walks of life have been impacted by their experience with a concussion and the lack of support and education they were provided throughout the recovery journey. A man walking his dog, a woman working a late night shift, a student participating in recreational sports, and many more individuals have experienced life-altering changes as a result of an accident that led to their concussion. The Concussion Experience Podcast aims to serve this misrepresented community by sharing the real-life stories of concussion advocates in an effort to learn more about this complex, invisible injury and the impact it has on our lives. Throughout the course of this season, we have composed three questions to help guide our advocates in sharing their experience with concussions. How have concussions affected your life? The pain was unimaginable. I was told I had a black eye. That was obvious. Yet I was sent home. And just a sport teacher. Who was I to question the emergency room medical experts? Mountains suddenly took on a whole new meaning to me. The climb for life was relentless. A fractured skull. My brain bleeding, swelling. Everything was so complex, so confusing. Traumatic brain injury extinguished my light. Misdiagnosis, disbelief, anger, aggression. I just could not accept the trail that my life had taken. I just, I craved the independence I once had, the adventurous lifestyle that I was used to. With every false promise of change, of improvement, my hope deteriorated to a place so dark that all all that was left was a longing for my life to end. 70% vision loss, a life-threatening eating disorder, cognitive and emotional upheaval, PTSD. I denied the fact that life was worth living. Following 26 stormy months in the constant climb, seven hospitals in three countries, I began to see a shimmer of light shining through my hospital room window from the Colorado Rockies. Those mountains ignited a spark, a little bit of inspiration. So though that expedition was successful and I got to walk away, I was lost. The only sign that I could see guided me towards mountains. So following the healing hands of Mother Nature with hope that she would lead me onto a trail of acceptance, I set off for 13 massifs around the globe. My expedition of survival has led from a dungeon of darkness, death's doorstep really, to adventuring among the highest of the Himalayas where I now connect to you from. Running, climbing, 
and skiing my way around some of the world's most majestic mountains, I embrace the eyesight I still have and every second of the life I nearly lost. Mountains have housed a transformation. What were the biggest challenges you faced? I think for me, the most difficult thing was accepting help at first, especially. Um, I've just been so used to being so independent and autonomous. And from, from an ambulance to intensive care and being bedridden to assisted hallway walks, um, being in a wheelchair, then eventually shuffling to appointments within the hospital, being taken to hospital, other hospitals for specialist appointments, flown to another country. This was all out of my control. And it was another hospital, another um, medical team. It was another nurse's assistant every six, eight hours, um, never more than, you know, shadow distance away from me. So that included going to the toilet and showers when I, if I was on good behavior, um, to be permitted to do that. It just felt like an eternity that I was never alone. So constant hands-on care, um, was a test itself for, for more than two years, 26 months in all of these hospitals. And as time in clinical settings progressed and my vision did not, the loss of autonomy, it became more clear. And between medical practitioners and insurance agents, my life just felt like it was in the hands of mere strangers. Um, I power of attorney was put in place, so I couldn't make decisions. I had control over nothing. And the hospitals that I was moved to, the medication that I was given, tubes in going in, out, different parts of my body, personal hygiene routines, therapy involvement. I just felt like I was a robot, a child beckoning to the commands of controlling adults. So I feel... I feel just the acceptance has just been like a mountainscape analogy, following peaks and valleys and ups and downs, trips, falls, um, falls when I wanted to stay down, I wanted to quit. And, um, but that goes with now I, I, I see <laughs> with that same sort of intertwined pro profile of just accepting, um, life's trail accepting the way that life has changed, you know, even before the serendipitous accident, you know, we age, we grow, we change. But since something so unforeseen as a rogue hardball threw my life on a severe detour, adjusting and accepting life with a severe visual impairment has not come quickly and it's not come easily, you know, Definitely not speedy like the ball that hit me. So acceptance um, has, I think, been the biggest challenge. I say that in pause as I feel I've become so much more accepting of the trail my life has taken and like find gratitude in it now. It's not something I would ever wish upon anyone, um, but I just feel that the lessons that I've learned 
from my traumatic brain injury and the strength it has allowed me to find um, has really helped with that acceptance. And um, it's just taken a, a long time and I feel that it's an ongoing process that I wouldn't change. What does being an advocate mean to you? I feel that being an advocate and being vulnerable just creates connections with others. Um, and with connections, I feel that I can help. And by offering or sharing a window seat into my life since it changed in a split second, has just made me a different type of teacher. You know, I used to be a sport teacher, a classroom um, health sport science teacher, but now I can use the lessons from my traumatic brain injury um, to help teach others. So I use my vulnerability as an avenue to share light with those who may be struggling to find their own. Every human can connect, can relate to adversity. It will not look like mine, yet by sharing my struggles, how I move through them and use them as lessons, I can open up conversations. Showing vulnerability reveals our true selves, and I feel that that really heightens connections. So being an advocate, what with what began as an extension of my own journaling, writing, and now speaking authentically, uh, for me it's therapeutic, while at the same time, it carries potential to encourage others, to educate, and connect to the power of perspective and also possibility in the face of adversity. While simultaneously, I feel, breaking down stigma associated with traumatic brain injury, concussions, visual impairments, eating disorders, PTSD, and mental health. So all said, I just feel that being an advocate is an opportunity to connect with others, add light and hope in tough times. We want to thank Jill Wheatley for sharing her story and providing more awareness and understanding to this complex invisible injury. If you found Jill's story to be insightful, then we encourage you to share it with the people in your circle and join us in bringing more awareness to concussions and traumatic brain injuries. Our advocates are inspiring individuals that take the time to openly share their experience with this injury in an effort to help us challenge the stigma. And if you're interested in joining this community or want to learn more about this program, then visit our website at www.headsupcan.ca slash advocates for more information. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Concussion Experience Podcast. And it would mean so much to us if you could leave a rating and review below to help us continue growing this initiative.